0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast brought to you by Bleacher Fan Sports. I am your host, the Honorable Tommy J. Buns. Uh I have tonight with me the also Honorable Sully Sullivan. How we doing, Sully? And my middle initial also is
1: Jay. How we doing?
0: The Honorable Sully J. Sullivan. And then I'm just going to throw a shot in the dark here that the Honorable Davy J. Jones is with us, too.
2: <laughs> Believe it or not, you would be accurately saying that. My middle initial is also no. J.
0: No <laughs> way. No. We all have middle no initials with J. We just We're heard. renaming the podcast Triple J. We're
2: yeah. renaming it Triple J. Well, that could... Eh, eh. Yeah. Don't just, want to. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was pretty incredible.
2: That was yeah. pretty
0: incredible. I can't believe that we that just that, moment. <laughs> that I'm so glad that the listeners got to, got to share that epic moment with us. Well, you know, we're going to get right to it, guys, the um the elephant in the room. um Dave, I'm sorry to tell you, but I think the Yankee season will be over tomorrow. I know I, I wrote a blog being completely contradictory to what I just said, but I, I think it's over for you tomorrow, man. How are you feeling?
2: You put Seve on the mound. How are you feeling about that? I, I'm i actually not as, as worried as I thought I'd be going into this game. Um, I think the last like week and a half, two weeks has kind of given me some, some confidence as a Yankee fan over uh, – not only the A's, but with how well the Yankees have been playing, but I mean, other teams haven't looked that great, especially Boston. Um, not to say that they don't have the talent to flip it back on whenever, at any moment. Um, but you know, they have, they have wavered a bit. Um, so I mean, going into the game, obviously we, you know, we'll worry about Boston cross that bridge when we get there, but, um, you know, I think it's a big redemption game for Sevi. Uh, he was he was about as bad as you could be last year in this start, in, the, in this uh, exact game, and you know he he's a he's a year older. He's coming off a really solid season. Um, you know, he struggled out of the All Star break, but um, he finished he finished strong. He seemed to get a little bit of that first half magic back uh, in a few starts. So you just got to hope that it comes out. In, he comes out with one of those you know starts. If he gives us five in, five innings of two runs, that, three runs, that's great. Like the offense will take it from there. Uh, our bullpen is you know more than equipped to carry the load in that sense. So um, I'm not I'm not you know worried about it. We if, if we can win last year based on the terrible performance he had, then we can do it this year. Um, albeit this A's team is a little more talented than last year's Twins team. But uh, it's all the same. You know, Yankee Stadium is still you know, the toughest place to play in the American League, seemingly. Um, so we'll see. but I, I, my confidence is much higher than it was 10 to fourteen days ago.
0: Fair, very, very fair. I think that they need to add one rule though for this game that um, Yankees home runs to right field only count as a half of a run. To just kind of even the even the odds for yeah, I mean, no, I'm
2: fine with that. We'll just we're gonna hit twelve anyways, so you yeah, might as so, well you know, it'd,
0: be, it'd be a respectable six nothing game. I get it, yeah. I get it. Sully, so, what are you thinking? I know you're uh, you definitely got some thoughts. The
1: Yankees look really, really good and should be very happy uh, about how the team's playing. But I think it can all come to an end. Well, obviously, it can all come to an end on Wednesday because the A's the A's can just have an offense that could just explode as the just with the Red Sox Yankees as, as good as anyone. They have a very deep lineup. Chapman's a superstar. Uh, Chris Davis is still underrated somehow as an offensive player. I don't know how Jed Lowry, C, uh, Mark, Mark Seaman, they have great center fielder, Loriano. I really like the team and they're actually doing a bullpen day. And I think that's good for them because their bullpen is amazing. Um, you know, they got Blake trying in, in their closer. Jerry's familiar who struggled in the playoffs. Uh, Louis Trev- Trevino, Fernando Rodney's been on fire. So I-, I think the bullpen thing will work out for them pretty well. But one thing I'm take- going to have an eye on is Severino. I don't think he's going to go five or six innings. I, I think this will be a really short, really short leash for him. I think a few innings, I think four, four and a half at most, honestly. Um, I-, I think... The second he gets in trouble, they know when he implodes, he can give up three, four, five runs in an inning. I think they're going to take him out before before shit goes south, and they're going to have Chad uh, Chad Green first guy up in the pen, ready to relieve him. Maybe in the third or fourth inning, fifth at latest. I think honestly, uh, I just don't think they want to take any chances with that with the A's offense. So I think it could be a I think it could almost be a bullpen day for both teams, really.
2: Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, Yeah. like if you
1: if you get five from Severino, that's great. I just don't think Boone will trust him to go that far, being how long it also took him to make this decision.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I I think there's definitely merit behind that. Um, So I I would be fine with four or five innings because you know, obviously, I have all the confidence in the world in our bullpen, and you know, even if we have to pitch six innings, we're that deep that we can sustain that and still have guys that didn't pitch that we're willing to put in the game come Game 1 of Boston. But even then, we're going to have at least two days off, I'm assuming. When does the yeah, ALC? It yeah, so right. two days off for a bullpen guy, that's that's fine. Um, everyone will be available for Game 1, even if they pitch six, seven innings tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, no, the availability won't be a problem at all. Um, I, it's weird, because I both like both bullpens almost nearly the same, and I, bo- I like both offenses almost nearly the same. I think they're both very compatible offensive offensive Yo, chris
2: offensive. davis has batted 247 on the dot four years in a row now 247 <laughs> on the dot that's
0: incredible. and he still hit what 47 48 home runs yeah
2: something like that I, I think he was the first person to do it three years in a row last year and hit 247 this year
1: that's,
0: that's crazy
1: incredible he he hit he had 123 rb yep 240 he had uh at least he's consistent he had a forty-eight home runs, one hundred and twenty-three RBIs. So you take wow. that two forty-seven every day of the week when you're, you know, when you're runs putting like up that. those numbers. Here, yeah. So it's like I could I could see this game being high scoring easily because all it takes is one you know one mistake from you know one guy to mess up the bullpen day and you know there's a few runs, two or three runs possibly, right off the board in one inning. So I think it could be actually a higher scoring game. I could see like a six to four game, honestly.
0: I think it's gonna uh, be a, I think it's gonna be a real good game I'll tell you that I think that it's gonna be I think it'll come down to the wire honestly I think it'll probably be like a one or two run game going into the late innings um I obviously Yankee Stadium like you said is a huge advantage I mean both like the dimensions of the ballpark if you're used to playing there all the time the crowd like that's a hostile environment to come into anytime let alone a one game playoff like I think yeah. it's gonna be
2: an electric factory tomorrow I can't wait to watch. I mean, even like the Astros last year when the Yankees were, you know, playing, probably playing better but had less talent on, on the field, they, the Astros who, had, you know, ended up winning the World Series were like, thank God we didn't have to go back to that fucking place because yeah. I mean, no one, they were undefeated at Yankee Stadium. They literally didn't lose the entire time at Yankee Stadium yeah. in the playoffs. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a noticeable thing that players openly admit to being affected by. Um, maybe that's, you know, maybe – uh, the A's are a little like uh, too naive to like really be as affected by it as as a team like the Astros. But at the same time, the Astros—they were young last year. They were all in their first soirée into the into real contention. Um, yep. So you know, I think I think it's just as possible that team a team like the A's could feel the same way. I mean, any team's gonna feel some uh, some type of way going into a place like Fenway or or the Bronx or something. Like that, but you know, I think it's you know it's it's measurably noticeable that um, it, people struggle in it.
0: Is it? Yeah, uh, and I was just talking shit before. I think that the Yankees have a real good shot at winning tomorrow. And I honestly, I wrote about it today. I think that the I want the Yankees to win. I want that Yankees Red Sox playoff matchup. And I know you can tell me I'm stupid because the Yankees are playing out of their mind right now again. It's a little scary, but I uh, you gotta you gotta beat the best to be the best, right? Yeah, what's so a, what's want,
2: a what's a world series without going through the Yankees or the Red Sox, you know?
0: Exactly. It's not that's what I'm saying. If we gotta play the A's in the divisional round, that'll still be a tough matchup. It won't be easy. But it's not playing the Yankees. You're not it's not that AL East rivalry, it'd be the first playoff series since 04.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I want it, but I you know I don't want it from the sense that I really, you know, I, and it pains to say, I really like the Yankees in that series if it happens in like four games, honestly. I, I just, without Chris Hale being, Chris Sale being healthy, his fastball's at 91, Norman's over 97. So clearly there's some sort of injury, or whether it's loss of muscle, fatigue, whatever it is, he's not right. And I can't give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to be right in a week because he just got shelled by the Orioles. I just can't right now. I mean, I said, with Severino, if he was pitching that bad, I wouldn't give him the sale. He's capable. I just I, you don't have that ace anymore after the the lineup. They're just gonna have to outscore them every. They're gonna have to score six, seven, eight, nine runs every game if they want to beat the Yankees. Could they do it? Yeah, they can. But the Yankees bullpen is much better, and I just I think that I think they're a matchup nightmare for them. I think Yankees really, if Sale's healthy. I mean, maybe a different story, but like David Price, we don't need to go down that path. He's an awful matchup for him. Porcello has been up and down against them. Avaldi uh, hasn't fared well against them. So, uh, yeah, I really want to say the Yankees, but I don't know if the see. I have this. I have greater confidence in A's beating the Yankees in the one game by far than the Sox beating the Yankees in the three in the in the five game series potentially.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I just think like a lot of the Yankees' strengths uh, cater to the Red Sox weaknesses. Um, or so like like the bullpen. It's shown the Yankees have shown they can get to the Sox bullpen, even if the Sox starters are giving a, a solid six or seven innings. Like the Yankees get to that bullpen, they've gotten to it. You know, I think three out of the four games they played, especially uh, recently. Kimbrough. Yeah. Yeah, Kimberl is like Kimberl who I who I don't
1: <coughs> think is an elite pitcher anymore. I don't think I, I think he's falling off. I don't especially against the Yankees. It's just him and him and Price. How can I Price had the one stellar game against the Yankees where he
0: shut them out, but other than
2: that I mean, you definitely can't, can't pitch a, you definitely can't pitch Price at Yankee Stadium.
0: No, he's got to go game 2 and then you got to put Porcello out there game 3. Porcello yeah. had a good outing at Yankee Stadium. He went what he one hit the Yankees at Yan- in Yankee Stadium?
1: Yeah, in like July.
0: Yeah, he he's he, been up. I
1: think he's been up and down against them though throughout the year though. I right, mean,
0: he has. He's had like I'd, I think he started against them four or five times, and he's probably like it two and two or two and three. Like he hasn't been great against them, but he did have a couple good outings against. Yeah, them. So it's I like, mean I'm f
1: I think they're gonna have to outscore him though if they if they want to win yeah, that series. I yeah, think the I think
0: I think this is a. a different year for the offense though. So I know in years the two years past like guys like Mookie, guys like Xander have not really played well in the at all in the divisional round. But I think this year I mean Mookie is going to win the MVP. He's the best player in baseball uh, right yeah. now. He's going to help so
1: much. Yeah,
0: JD JD just as a presence around too. I feel like has shaped that locker room into something like completely different. I think I literally I've said this He's he filled that David Ortiz sized hole. That was in that lineup and in that locker room. Yeah. I think him between him and Cora coming into the picture, that's helped out guys like Xander, Mookie, even Devers had twenty four home runs this year, and he played and, and he missed like thirty five games.
2: Like yeah. you know, yeah. like, you can't you can't even like you can't even ask for more of a, of oh, a perfect no, this, like working out of a contract. You know,
0: this has yeah. been the best free agent signing for any of the sports teams that I can remember
2: in my. Yeah like in the yeah, past I mean, he's, he's I can't remember fantastic
0: and they got him for cheap with that contract yeah,
1: only 100 only 100 the, and the value of that contract 13, what is it only 125 uh, million for baseball ooh yeah
0: yeah for a player but, who led the league in home runs and RBIs and was top 2 in batting at like for most of the yeah. year and then but was top it, two whoever's going to
1: give whoever give given Machado or Harper this money he's not going to have the numbers JD just put up
0: Oh, no way. But you know what? I think... But with Machado,
2: you're getting gold glove quality fielding as well. That's true. That is true. Right, yeah,
0: you're not just getting a DH. Although, J.D. did end up working on his fielding a lot, and he wasn't as much of a liability at the end of the season. Especially that play he had in Yankee Stadium in uh, right field at Judge's first at-bat in that series. I don't know if you guys remember, he hit a bomb to right field, and J.D. got over to it in the corner, made a nice play. I was like, okay. I was like, there's improvement, because three months ago you probably would have just watch that thing go to the corner and judge would have hit a triple but because you know.
1: they also they down the line if you know if they if they do represent the American League um, you know he's gonna have to play the outfield for the national league games
0: right That's with kind of
1: two to three games in National League park.
0: Which is kind of, what do you do in that situation, you know, if you're the Red Sox? Because you've got Jackie Bradley and Andrew Benintendi, who you want in your lineup. Benintendi bad bat 290 this season. Bradley's up to, I think, 235, somewhere around there. He's been pretty reliable the second half of the season. So it's like, who do you sacrifice out of those two? Or do you do something where maybe you don't play Kinsler and you move Mookie to second for the games in the National League ballpark? It's like... You could do that. Because Mookie's are a lot... Mookie's fucking good at second base. He takes... I think he takes 25 balls at second base every day. You
1: could do... You could do that. I mean, there's... I mean, let's be honest. Probably the easiest position to play is, what, second or first? Yeah. Realistically, I mean, there's there's no easier position. I mean, catchers, so hard. Outfield.
0: Yeah.
1: A lot of things you got to do outfield. And and then short and third are so hard. I mean the throws i mean second it's just really turning the double plays first just picking you know just picking out of the dirt really
2: yeah, yeah. Well, for a 2nd it's got to be the least action of any infield position
1: yeah oh absolutely and there's less lefties than righties obviously
2: yeah i think that it all ties into it yeah um, yeah
0: yeah but um you know The winner of that obviously goes on to face the Red Sox, which we've just spent some time talking about them. So uh, let's move on to the Indians and Astros. I think, in my opinion, this is probably going to be one of the better series in all of the playoffs. I think there's going to be some huge pitching battles. I think if the opportunity arises and they can get to one of the pitchers, either of these offenses can explode. We know what the Astros can do. They're the defending champs. They're back in the playoffs again, second best record in baseball. They have the home field advantage in the series.
2: I think at least the divisional rounds this will be the best series
0: and maybe all of the playoffs
2: yeah I mean this is like I think it's, it's kind of the forgotten teams um, everyone's talking about the Yankees yeah. and A's um, and then you know obviously the impending Yankees Red Sox series potentially so this is just you know it's, it's two fantastic teams that both you know could go on to win the whole the whole thing um, and it's just not being discussed at all um, it, it feels like they've almost just been put by the wayside and it's just a matter of who's going who's gonna to win the World Series, the Red Sox or the Yankees. Um, but maybe that's, you know, where, given we're in New York and that's what we're hearing more of. But um, it just seems like from a, from a national level, like you don't, you're don't you not hearing about this. It's just everyone's waiting for that Rock, uh, Yankees-Red Sox series.
1: Yeah, it's definitely gone under the radar. The both two teams have really gone under the radar all year. Astros, I feel like I don't I don't see any of them when I'm watching baseball, MLB. I feel like last year is all I saw was them. This year, it's like I ba- barely see them. Um, Correa's been injured and had a down year. Bregman really broke out for them. Springer, a little bit of a down year. Altuve missed some time with injuries, so they really haven't had their full team together. Ferlander struggled in the second half, so... You know they they are flying a little bit under the radar, but pretty much have the same team as last year intact. Um, and then the Indians, what can you say about their starting staff, man? I mean, I mean if if, if Bauer's fully full full good to go, then you got two Cy Young candidates and him and Kluber followed by Clevenger and Carlos Carrasco. That's better than anyone. Those four guys. I mean, four guys all 200 Ks plus. Uh, their bullpen's a bit of a concern, but they got Andrew Miller. Going now, uh, the offense is. You got guys like Brant, my Brantley had a breakout year, Lindor, and Carnacion. Obviously, Jose Ramirez. I, I I do like the Indians in the series. I think Indians in four or five. Um,
0: it's just so I, crazy.
2: I, there's there's no like easy path for anyone in the American League.
0: Oh, it's like, gonna be a bloodbath. It's literally, yeah, they're gonna murder each other before they get to the World
2: Series. Yeah. It's insane, and then and then we get to the World Series. And we get to face fucking at worst the Dodgers. I guess like, what we, I'm gonna get get there and we get to play the Braves. Like, oh sweet, thanks for the World Series.
0: I think if anything, I think the worst one to face would probably be Milwaukee. if were getting there. The Brewers. The Brewers.
1: humble brag who I called to go to the World Series. You did. you did call that. Oh, that nothing was... happened yet, but
2: my Nationals never... pick is doing really well.
1: They're
2: going to come on on late. Watch.
1: (laughs) Real late. 2025. Yeah.
2: yeah. Bryce
0: harper Nationals next year. He's definitely leaving. Oh, he's he's gone. He's gone. Oh, yeah, he's gone. I do do
2: like what he did, though. He he fucking switched it around right onto the Nationals on the last day of the year. He's like, well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'd love to be here, but I don't know if I'm in their plans. Like, motherfucker, you know that that is the only (laughs) thing they want to do. Yeah, you're, you're playing A, B, B, C, D.
1: Yeah, you're like, A, B, A, 1A, 2B, whatever, just, C, D.
2: Don't, yeah, I mean, it's a crafty move by him. Scott Boris is teaching him well. I would have done the same <laughs> shit. But everyone walking out like, oh, shit, maybe the Nationals don't want him. And then when he walks, he's going to be like, yeah, the Nationals yeah, didn't, it's not that they don't didn't want, want him.
1: It's like, oh, shit, maybe the Nationals won't pay him $425 million. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's going to be crazy. I That's We're like just... I'm so nervous for when Mookie goes up for contract. That's going to be like he's going to be like a $500 million player, and I don't know if the Red right. Sox are going to be the ones to give it to him or if he's going to want to stay there. That's like the window's closing. we got to win some championships if we want him to stay.
2: Yeah, I mean this is going to be like a, a A-Rod contract. It's going to reset the market entirely.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Completely. Yeah, who, who are our World Series picks? I'm trying to think. Do you guys remember your World Series picks for the beginning of the year?
2: Nationals, I, Yankees.
1: I want to say, yeah. say I
0: said the, the Yankees and maybe the Dodgers. You said the
1: Yankees, Tom?
0: Yeah, dude, the Yankees. They, the, I had no idea what the Red Sox were going to be. I wasn't sold in the Red Sox until, like, May. Jeez, I'm trying to think of who I said. I said the Brewers, and I said...
2: I think you said Brewers Astros.
1: I think I said the Astros too. Yeah, I
2: think
0: it, I think you did say Brewers Astros. I, I think can't I remember if the I Astros. said Dodgers. It's weird, because I don't
1: feel good in the Astros now. I, I recently
0: now I changed my pick to Indians Brewers. I actually think I might have said the Cubs. Now that I think about it, I think I said Yankees Cubs. You may have. Yeah, we'll have we'll have to go back and keep the people informed next we'll week. we to go to but the tape. Yeah, but I mean, you know, talking about Bryce Harper, you know, another free agent who this playoff run, I think, decides what they're going to do or not is uh, Manny Machado. Do you guys think that the Dodgers need to make a deep run to keep him, or do you think he's found uh, a new place to
2: live out there in L.A.? Uh, yeah, I think they need to at least go... They need to compete to at least six or seven games in the ALCS to even have an opportunity to, to get him to come back. Um I think, I I just don't think they're going to be able to, I know it's the Dodgers, but I just don't think they're going to be able to match like an offer or want to match an offer that someone like the Phillies or maybe the Cubs or even the Yankees are going to throw at them. Like the Dodgers already have so much money on the books and the Yankees and the Phillies and uh, and the Cubs have all kind of been not not spending, but like they've been somewhat holding back on certain moves to make sure that they have the possible funds to go after guys in that range um i think i think you know both of those teams or all three of those teams yankees cubs phillies want to come out with at least one of those guys um and there's been rumors of the phillies wanting to go after both machado and harper for reported 800 million dollars which is like uh, okay um <laughs> that's a lot of fucking money 800 each no total Uh-oh. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? I'm <laughs> like 800 million each. I'm like, we are gonna put
0: 1.6 billion on the books.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, thank, thank God. Um, that would be the whole city of Philly isn't worth 1.6 billion.
0: <laughs> oh, that's. Sorry, man. Philly,
2: but it's true.
0: Sorry, D.
1: You know what I just realized though? If if the uh, by the time this gets out, the winner of the Rockies Cubs will be. Uh, announced and if they win, whoever if the Cubs win, they'll play the Brewers again.
0: That'd be a good playoff series. Nice. I division. feel like they played
1: them the whole last month, and then they played yeah. them in the,
0: for the division. That was a good game too. That one sixty three. That was a good game between the two of them.
2: It was su- it. such an easy under to call. They had fucking wind gusting in from straight yeah. from center field, right center into home plate, and it was like yeah, cold in that Chicago that, that day. day. And the under was like it was eight and a half. I was like, are You kidding me? It's gonna be like a three one game, something a three two what was it, three one or three two? Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. The
0: under. At the I'll tell you in the eighth inning when Yelich uh, got up, he had he was like three for three, I think. And then he gets up with a guy guys on first and third, and I was like, He's gonna hit a three run bomb here to win the triple crown. I'm like, that's how this is gonna go. I'm like, this guy's had too crazy of a second half to not win the triple crown. I can't believe how close he came. And people are like, people are fucking stupid. They're like, "Oh, well, it would have been in game 163." I'm like, "It's not like he played all 162 games." I'm like, he probably played 135, 140 games.
2: Yeah. Like, he did. Yeah, I, like- I saw that I saw that conversation being floated around like, "Oh, does it really count if it's 100?" And I was like, it does it, if it maybe there's an argument another year, but the two guys he was competing with We're also fucking playing in a 163rd game. So So your whole argument is just fucking shot. Because (laughs) there's nothing, there's no ground to stand on. They're also playing. The fucking, Javi Baez was in the same game. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's true. Javi Baez was in the same game.
2: Like, I get, I get like the logic behind it. But then when you realize that, it's like you're an idiot. Okay, yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, so, like, still, even at that, it's not like he played... I mean, he, that's basically a full year for most players.
2: Yeah, but the one
0: extra game, it it really, like, it doesn't matter because he didn't... It's not like it was, like, he played 158 or 159 no, yeah. games, but...
1: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, I, I just... Yeah, that's that's stupid. But his, his season was just retarded. 326 average, 110 yeah. RBIs, 118... And he steals. Absolutely. Yeah, he had he's, 22 steals how about how about
2: derek jeter trading away the last two mvps oh, that's so true
0: that's so true.
1: not a great look for jeter although they were respectable this year
2: yeah we'll say they were better than i thought they would be
0: unexpectedly respectable too very unexpected i remember we all thought they were going to be like orioles bad and well, then they ended up beating the Now that up I look at 15. their
1: record, they really, they really didn't finish very well.
2: there they were sixty-three and ninety-eight. Okay, okay. So okay. They, yeah.
1: but what didn't hundred.
2: <laughs> what did the Orioles finish at? Like
1: 40. Orioles were forty-seven and one-fifteen.
2: Jeez. Oh. I think what's the record? Forty-one or forty-two, something like that.
1: So uh, Mets. I think forty-one. Yeah, my Mets. I think it was in
2: our second year. Classic. Uh, oh. Wait, wasn't it the year before you won? It was like sixty-five, and you, then sixty-six you won, or some, or sixty-one and sixty-two. You we won,
1: won? In, we won in sixty-nine. I think the I think the awful year was sixty-two or three. Okay. It, it was a good amount before, I think. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was like a,
2: a a worst to first part of that championship. Thought there was something yeah, like th-
1: that. It, we were really really bad, and then we got amazing, and then. We traded away Seaver in the '70s. Classic mats
0: Yeah, classic. Well, I have um some questions for you guys. Oh. And it's it's, uh, it's part of a little segment called "Defend the Wall." We Let's are gonna go. rock it right now. For some reason, I thought it was it was
1: time to do today in sports history.
0: I mean, if you guys want to do that now and do "Defend the Wall" after, we can. We could switch it up. We always do. Actually, no, we gotta do today in sports history later. We gotta do it later. <laughs> um, so, we're gonna do Defend the Wall, guys. Um, I think Dave went first last week. I did. Yeah, Alright, so I'll Sully, pick. I've got two for each of you today. Oh, okay. I love it. So, pick A through D. D. Classic. Knew you were going there. Knew he was going there. Okay, Sully. Why did you
1: guys, why did you guys think I was going to D?
0: It's always on your mind. Yeah. Um. There
1: <laughs> Steps into that one.
0: Okay. Um. So, Sully, D. Option D for David. The Rams will have an undefeated season.
1: Oh, give me this all day.
2: Yes.
0: All right. You want to time it, or you want me to time it? You can time it. All
2: right. Let's go. Right. We don't have time for you to look up the schedule, see yeah, their right, fucking yeah. plus minus rating.
1: Um, I'm, I'm ready, but can I look up the schedule?
2: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, no, no, no cheating. Your time starts now. All
1: right. <laughs> the Rams are the most complete team in my estimation of the entire NFL. Their defense is vaunted with just tremendous talent. The D-line, I mean, Sue and uh, Donald, arguably two of the three or four best linemen in the game. Donald's the best defensive player, him or Mac. The back end, you got Peters, uh, Jamarcus Joyner and, uh, well, Talib's out for a while, but he'll be back. I mean, you got Peters didn't even play against the Vikings and they still, or, or he he was injured and Talib was out and they still, they still won by, what was it? Seven points. Their offense. Now you have the best trio of receivers, Cooper cup, Robert Woods, um, Brandon, Brandon cooks, the best running back in football, Todd Gurley behind the stud offensive line and perennial pro bowler, Andre Whitworth Goff It looks uh, Goff looks untouchable for, what was it? 480 yards, five touchdowns last game. He's, I think a top 10 quarterback at this point in his career, the relationship Sean McVay has with his players is just one of just pure as weird as it sounds love and just enjoyment for playing for one another. And they really, I don't think anyone really gets, gets it more than that team from a particular coaching staff, other than maybe the Patriots. They say they don't, they don't, they teach it a way in which the players understand why they're doing why they're doing things not just just doing them for whatever reason so i think it's very possible they go 15 16 and 0 15 1, 16 and 0
0: is up Sully. good explanation i figured you'd like that one that was that was kind of a yeah. gimme you know just there's, too there's much obviously talent. yeah ju- yeah seriously too much talent dave you have a through c <laughs> He's
2: muted. <laughs> muted again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Bring that key for dumbass. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> give me A.
0: A. Okay, Dave. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Patrick Mahomes
2: will win MVP. Okay. Easy enough. Let's do it. Uh, The kid has gotten off to the most incredible statistical start in a quarterback has ever seen in this league. Um, he's got an offense that is loaded with weapons. Everywhere he turns from tight end to running back, he's got someone that can turn a two-yard dump pass into a 80-yard touchdown. Um, and to have that as a rookie, and especially a rookie with arguably the strongest arm we've seen in decades coming into the NFL, um, it, it's it, and Andy Reid is a play caller, it creates an incredible amount of options and an incredible amount of opportunity for him to continue his success. I mean, now is he going to have five, six touchdowns a week for the rest of the year. No, he's not going to finish the year with 70 touchdowns. But even if he slows his pace, he's going to comfortably float into the mid to high 30s. And when you're putting up that many points, although Kansas City's defense is is pretty bad, I think it was the worst in the NFL up until this point, but at the end of the day, MVP, he can't affect that. And if he keeps putting up these numbers and the Chiefs come out at a respectable at least 9-7, and and 10-6, then I think it's going to be really hard for anyone to match him statistically. And it's going to be hard to, you know, if he's no one's there statistically, it's hard to hard to vote against him. Um, so I think it's all about him having the opportunity. Um, he's got a, a couple bad defenses in his division. Um, the the Chargers should be better than they are, but they aren't playing great. Um, they have some injuries, So and the Raiders are awful. So uh, I think it's very possible that even if he doesn't continue at this great pace, he could win MVP.
1: Nice. Good good timing. And one Great. thing I'll say about both of the two teams we just addressed, I don't think I've seen ever seen a team modern day with more motion pre-snap than the Chiefs and the Rams. So many jet sweeps going back and forth two, three times different players. And defenses just cannot, with the talent they have with the Cooks,es the Woods, the Wat, uh, Watkins, and Kelsey. Uh, there's just so much speed that defenses don't know what to do and they're both, McVay and Reed are just both offensive mastermind geniuses they're just on another level
0: very true are you ready for your second one Souls? yeah B or C?
1: B or C? B for boy
0: alright Sully. So I was really hoping Dave was going to get this one beat ah, for went. a son of a bitch <clears throat> okay, so David Price will have a dominant postseason. All right.
2: I came so close to choosing B.
0: I'm so pissed you didn't. I wanted you to. I was going to be for boy, oh boy, are you going to hate this one? I had it all <laughs> planned out and you just fucked it up. It's okay. It's all all right. right, I got it. M- mute your mic, Dave. We'll call you when we need you. <laughs> All right, so let's go for it. All right, David Price has quietly had a very
1: good season, although we do give him a lot of shit. Um, he's got a three point five eight ERA on the year, hundred seventy six innings, so he's he's been healthy for the most part. Um, his velocity's back up, his confidence is back. He's he's set as as if there was ever a time he would stop his postseason woes, it'd be this year. And remember, last year, although he didn't pitch good, he was in the bullpen. He didn't pitch bad. He was in the bullpen. So now it's like he gets the next step up. He, the team has the confidence. He's the number two. He's going to get the ball in Boston, as we said. So he's not going to have to pitch in Yankee Stadium. He could be the pitcher in, in Game 5 as well, likely would be, which would be home against the Yankees. So he could avoid... If he avoids Yankee Stadium by all costs, then he can he can have the chance. And, it sh- and he should if they do, and they likely will do that. After that, they'll play either the Indians or... Or the Astros, um, two teams that I think he can he can do solid solid against. Um, a lot of team they have a lot of lefties in, the, in both of those lineups, so he can give them being a lefty, you can give them a lot of tough uh, matchups. Um, yeah, I think his confidence mainly though is is really high right now. Um, David Price is he's pitching at a good level the whole second half of the year, and there's there's a chance he if he could be the ace for for the uh, Sox going forward if Sale doesn't. He could. He could he has the talent to step up. So,
0: very well done. Perfect timing. I uh. I hope you're right, man. I I want to see what you guys had to say about that, but you know, I hope you're right because I think so too that he could be the ace in this postseason for us. I think um his second half was pretty pretty incredible. He had the lowest ERA in the AL through his first like ten starts in the second half.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has
0: been he's been he's been very reliable and I hope this is the year he can get that monkey off his back. Dave, you got the last one and we're going to move on. The Braves will win the World Series.
2: All right. Yeah, he's, he's got these <laughs> got he's got, he's got a little tougher the second ones. Fair enough. Go for um, it, Dave. Um so uh, the National League basically the whole National League's wide open. Um no team is really stood out as you know maybe the brewers of late but no team has really dominated that um that league especially going into the playoffs um with the rockies faltering and the braves are kind of one of those teams like like the astros they have like a lot of they're young and they have a lot of talent they're almost like too naive to know like what they're going through and what how big of a moment this could be um so you know they got newcomb shout out hartford um and he he's been incredible this year and it, it, they're, you're, they're young, and if they just catch stuff at the right time, they, they, they I can't even do this. <laughs> I can't even do this.
0: Young he, young and, uh, he made uh, it halfway, folks. That's know, all I got. Acuna, or- he made it halfway. Oh my goodness. I yeah, can't
2: Acuna, believe it Acuna, Acuna. Completely Adi blanked Acuna, on him. Freddie um, Freeman. Well, oh, yeah, it's Freeman. Mark- Freeman's the only Freeman and Arcakis are the only vets that they have. That and it's actually impressive that Marcakis has been able to turn around his career that he has the way he yes. has. Um, you know, get, he was almost done in Baltimore, and then now he's completely revitalized his well, career and become a leader a for, for them as well.
1: Hayward's a veteran; he's not great, but he's a veteran. Yeah. They have. Um, but another player, Johan Camargo, has had a very good year for them quietly. They, probably, Dansby Swanson, is a terrific defender at short. Um, he's had a pretty good year, but they got some underrated pitchers too. Mike Falanowicz or whatever his name is. He's had a great year. Anibal Sanchez, um, Julio Tehran, I'm not a fan of, but the other guys I'm a fan of. So,
2: you know, Julio Tehran's you know, like, like, he's one of those like Chris Archer guys that you like, everyone yeah. knows they have like a ton of talent and they just like in their mind think they're good, but they never really put up great numbers.
1: Yeah. They're just really average to not good. Normally or. Yeah, I I, I'm not a fan of either one. I just... But yeah, On all seriousness, I think the Dodgers going to wipe the floor with them.
2: You know? Yeah. Well, the, according uh, to Yasiel Puig, they're, they're bringing it home.
0: That was awesome with three bottles of champagne in his hands.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I feel oh, like no. he ju- he learned just that phrase to say in English. Like, <laughs> he, went over, <laughs> he went over to the translators like, how do I say this? And then he just repeated it back. <laughs> yeah,
0: cool. Yeah did he say uh <laughs> oh yeah well uh oh my god you guys know what that means time to talk some football <laughs> can we talk about how that's
2: also ironically the baseball fox playoff song Is it, it fox? is the yeah fox
0: it is that's that's unfortunate like when that's i think when i hear
2: that i think october baseball that's what my memory. So do,
0: so do Actually, I, yeah, that's true. Now that I think about, it, yeah, and then you got Joe Buck coming in. I yeah, yeah I Joe Buck I, I think... followed
2: by Joe Buck's voice. It's like that's what it is.
1: Oh, so, I love Joe Buck announcing the World Series. So
0: same. It's the best. It's the best. Any playoff I love... baseball,
1: I was can listening. Can we to talk Buck. about how 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 a lot of people don't like Joe Buck, and he is, does a fantastic mm-hmm. job.
2: I literally yeah. don't understand it. Like he talks about it all the time. It's like the biggest question he gets in interviews is like, "Why do people like hate you and talk trash about you on social media so much?" And I'm just like, I literally don't get it. Like, what is the what is the hate that he's like dry? He like he he shit talks the teams. Like I don't I don't get the hate. Yeah, he's like, a fucking like, he's as good of an announcer as you can ask for. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: It's like he. It's like I think they think he doesn't get as enthusiastic as he could at times. But it's like. He kind of doesn't overreact like the normal fan does to like home run yeah. in the third inning, but the home run in the ninth inning, he'll call it a walk off with the best, you know, the best ever. Or even you know, let's think about the plexigo catch. Who could forget that in the the Giants in the Giants' past right. Super Bowl? Yeah, Eli. What was it? Eli tosses it up. Barris. Like he just like he knows how to pause at the right moments. He like he he delivers it perfectly. Like at the end of the game, but like. During the game, he doesn't, like, go crazy, I feel like, and that's why people criticize him, and it's really him doing his job properly.
2: Not yeah, like, I mean... Like, oh,
1: the game's over. They give a home run on the fourth
2: inning, it's over. Dude, the, the kid grew up in a broadcast booth. His yeah, dad his fair. dad yeah, is a hall, hall of Fame announcer, too. Like, your dad, you're learning from your dad, and you literally grew up from the day you were born in a broadcast mm-hmm. booth. Like, this kid has been groomed to be the, exactly this his whole life. And he's just doing exactly that. And it's great. And he,
0: does, he does everything. And he does every he's sport. So good at calling yeah, everything. exactly. My does he do
2: Olympics too? He, he doesn't might. do Olympics.
0: No, so
1: I don't think so. Safe. I think that's Bob that's that's yeah, that's so Costas. Yeah, that's Costas
2: and Tarico. Right. Costas and Tarico.
1: Costas and Tarico also do everything.
0: My yeah. my favorite Joe Buck call was in the 04 ALCS when um they hit the – it was like a walk-off like single and Damon scored from second – and he's like, and Damon's running home, and he can keep on running to New York. We'll see you tomorrow night. I was like, let's fucking go. That was the best. He's uh, been around so long. like two so 14, long. That's 14 years. Like, he's called the biggest games in history. Like,
1: Yeah, he really has. Like football, baseball. Think about it.
0: He's seen like the most – he saw some of the most historic comebacks like, he's called some the most historic comebacks. He called those games against the Red Sox-Yankees. He called Super Bowl 51. Like, he literally has... Un- he called the Aaron Boone game, too. The Aaron Boone game. Exactly. Yeah. He's literally, like... He has been the the voice of the biggest sports moments of the last two decades.
1: Yes, when, he, when he's there, it sets the tone. I'm like, okay, this has hit me. This is it. This is the Super Bowl. This is yep, the World exactly. Series. We hear it wouldn't him. It would be right if it wasn't him, honestly. It, it, not right not right there's some other great people too ernie johnson is great hopefully he gets ready he gets good from his what is it blood clots he has
0: yeah yeah
1: we wish him well he's a great guy he's a good guy
0: i like ernie johnson
1: a lot he's a a really great guy he's one of my favorites another two of my favorites a little off topic but i I always miss like growing up for me sunday night baseball was my thing my chicken you know my chicken parm my chicken cutlets when i was like (laughs) 12 13 years old i'd watch john miller and joe morgan that, that was that was like also what i did yep. in my childhood i love those voices
0: yeah it's so funny how like the voice is like that you know it's gonna be like that for people with us one day people yeah. are gonna be, oh man they're gonna be like remember back in the day when when sully and jones and buns had that podcast <laughs> it'd <gonna> be great <laughs> feel. yeah it's always an voice but, oh i just can't i can't live without it my life my life has a huge void that needs to be filled. But, you know, what's been filling the void in my life lately has been all this football. And this week was no different. We had another slate of great games. Um, the Browns lost in overtime again. I um, It's getting to the point where I'm starting to really feel bad for this team because they haven't had a bad game all season. I mean, this, no. was, self, this was a self-inflicted loss. I think Mayfield had, what, two interceptions and two lost fumbles. Still threw for 295 yards and two touchdowns, 21 of 41. But I mean, really, that this loss is kind of on him. This was a winnable game. You lose by three in overtime, and you have two interceptions and two uh, lost fumbles. Not great. Not
2: great for the brand. Yeah, but no. I was just that game was such a shootout, though they they just kept oh, and yeah. both teams kept yeah. scoring. It was 45, like I saw 42.
1: it was or something in the fourth and then the next I looked, I'm like, it's 40-40, forty. 40. I'm like out into dinner. I'm <laughs> like, What the fuck is going on? I'm like and then and then I get home from dinner and the game's still going on while the other game's on or while the other game Sunday night game is getting started. I'm like, The four mm-hmm. o'clock game is is on when the, the Pittsburgh steel Raven game is is on.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's right. We literally went until like 8.30. That was great.
1: I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, I am happy for Derek Carr, though, and Gruden. I'm happy for them, though. Yeah, they, they, they to get They're another wins. team that they've been busting their ass, they've been working hard, and they've been playing well and just falling apart in the fourth quarter. They could have two or three wins.
2: This is their yeah. last year in Oakland, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, they had, they had two games where they had over a 90% chance to win. It was the Broncos game week one, and then week two, who did they play that they almost beat? Was it the Chargers? Mm-hmm. I want to say it was the
0: Chargers. I think so. Yeah.
1: Where did they play the Chargers this week? I don't know, but they had two. Every game, all their first three games, I don't know about. I don't think the screen, but the first three games they had a lead at halftime. So like we say, they're no. They play the
2: Chargers this week, so yeah, they play the Chargers this week. Maybe. Uh, I I think they
0: played
2: the Rams, didn't they? I don't know. It would be weird if they opened up the first four weeks with three out of four digital or five weeks with all four uh, divisional opponents.
1: Yeah, it true. was, or was it the Chiefs? No, it wasn't the Chiefs. It was. Oh no, it was the. It, it was they. They had the Rams week one. They had the lead and then they fell apart. They had the Broncos who they should have won, and then they had the Dolphins who they blew again. They were up twenty to seven in that game.
0: Oh, that's oh, yeah. yeah. and they lost. And they blew, yes, and yes.
1: They, and then they finally win that one. So good for the. Bra- I mean, we say they're awful and their record indicates such, but they're really not as bad as we think they are.
0: No, Carr had a great game too. 437 yards, four TDs, through yeah. two picks, but I mean, they still put up that. You had Cook had two touchdowns. Amari Cooper had a touchdown, 128 yards. They 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 showed up. I mean, they definitely played their butt off. They deserved either team deserved the win at that point. That was a fantastic game. Yeah,
1: and they're both one and three, and both teams could have two or three wins really. So. Oh
0: my God, the I Browns think. could be undefeated. The both of them could be undefeated if they could close out games like. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I still think the Browns are gonna win it, like probably five, six, seven more games. I, I think, th-
1: I, I don't know about more games. I think, I think they'll, I think they'll win five or six games on the year. I think this will will be their growing pain year, the year bef- year before, and then next year I think they may be a contender. Honestly, right, especially yeah. with the the murkiness with Pittsburgh's future with with, with Bell to Roethlisberger.
0: And you got to uh, think the Bengals aren't going to keep this up. Uh,
1: they're not a bad team. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't buy Andy Dalton long-term, although they do have some good pieces in and Mixon and now Boyd and Green's getting up there. They could be solid, but there's no team, even the Ravens, there's no team that's great in that division. There's There's no reason the Browns next year can't be competing for the division title, if you ask me.
0: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I totally good. agree. But, um... Yeah, you know, another division that's pretty competitive this year is the NFC North, and the Packers this week shut out the Bills, 22-0, put the Bills right back where they belong, <laughs> not scoring any points. The Bills only had 11 first downs in this game. They didn't have one single field goal attempt, three for 16 on third down. I mean, they were just – this was probably the worst they've looked, honestly. Hey,
1: that's – I don't know. Did you see week one against the Chargers?
0: Yeah, that's true. Did they score any points that week
1: though? No, I don't. I I think it was forty something to zero or
2: six. Oh or, God! If
1: they if they yeah. had, oh the Bills? Oh, yeah, the yeah. Week one, they got killed. They by, played.
2: Like, uh, they played the Ravens. They lost forty-eight to three.
1: Oh, it was the Ravens. Oh,
2: oh that's right. Yeah, they scored three points. They eight.
1: But the Bills are going to bill. They're uh, they're really bad, and they have a trash-ass receiver in Calvin Benjamin. I'll say that on every I, – I hate Calvin Benjamin. Oh, yeah. No,
2: he's l- he's literally the worst receiver in the NFL getting separation, which is the most important thing a receiver can do. <laughs> he,
1: he used to be pretty good.
2: Yeah, He's 129th out of 129. Last year he was 159 out of 159. But yeah, he was it, from the
0: Panthers, right?
2: Yeah. He, he, had, he had an amazing rookie year, tore his ACL, had a mediocre comeback year, and last two years has been literally the worst receiver in football yeah. of, of qualifying receivers. I just love
1: how Cam Newton is balling because he trashed Cam Newton. And I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan, but I'm such a Cam Newton fan other than him being on both fantasy teams. He's just like Cam Newton is balling this year, not giving a fuck. And Kelvin Benjamin is going to find himself not having a job next year.
2: I mean, yeah, he literally might be out of the league next year. I mean, I'm sure he'll yeah. get a camp invite, and, you know, someone might sign him for a one-year, two-year deal on real low money, incentive-laden, but, like, you can't, you know, obviously NFL teams have more information and know how to analyze a game better than we do. If we're sitting here looking at this guy and realizing how terrible he is, then I can't imagine an NFL team is like, yeah, you know, fuck it. Give him give him a contract. <laughs> I, I draft draft a fucking speedy white guy in the seventh round. A better chance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Anything to get some separation.
2: Yeah. And I I am thinking I'm
1: thinking the Packers are even though they're what is their record? Are they two are they two, two, and, two and uh two
2: one, two one and one? Two one and yeah, one. Two, one, and one. It's,
1: a weird, it's a weird record. I have a lot of confidence in them going forward actually. Um they got Aaron Jones back from his suspension last week and this week, and he's just ripping it apart. And classic Mike McCarthy just refuses to give him carries. Last last week, six carries, 46 yards. This week, 11 carries, 60-something yards, and a touchdown. He's a I think he averages 5.8 yards per carry for his career. He's, as a rookie last year and this year, he's just over six yards this year. He's, he's an elite talent at the running back position, and um, I assume he's going to get more and more work because... Jamal Williams is awful, and Ty Montgomery is also awful. They're both like not good at football. Ty Montgomery can catch the ball, that's it. And so once they they this this rushing attack is gaining steam, you know Aaron Rodgers doesn't had a running uh, a run game since Ryan Grant really for five or six years ago. So they can have a formidable running attack, and that defense should be improved with the, with the additions they have made. The Packers look pretty good to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I you, know like, what you, you he... look at them and then all of a sudden, like, that division is like you got four teams actually competing. Yeah. You know, we we thought the, the Lions and the, it would be really, pretty much a battle between the Vikings and the Packers um, going into the year, but, I mean, so like far. Like every year. Yeah, exactly, like every year, but um, now it's like literally any of the four teams look like they could, they could win it. I mean, no one expects Mitch to sustain what he's done the last couple weeks, but... Especially last week, um, but yeah, I mean they threw it. The Bears are three and one, right? Bears are three and one. Lions yeah. are one and three. But yeah. they really should have beat the. They could have beat the Cowboys. the The, the Bears also, uh, they've had a really easy schedule. Really easy schedule. Um. So I'm not like they played Arizona, uh, Seattle, right? Arizona, Seattle. Arizona, Seattle. Who did the who they just beat? Oh, Tampa Bay, who was like... Who's mm-hmm. Arizona, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and then... The, you know, Tampa Bay's are who we thought they were. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah so, they I, really I mean, are. Yeah, now they're just back to their awful selves. So, yeah, I mean, I don't buy Mitch even after that crazy game because the Bucks' defense is so bad, but that was his, That was literally his first good game of the entire year. So, Which shows the improvement they can make on one end if he starts playing well, but... I don't buy them for the division at least until he strings more than a few weeks together, but they have everything. They got the defense. They got, they got the Cohen went off with Howard. They got Taylor Gabriel finally broke out. Trey Burton broke out. They got, they got a lot of talent on offense.
0: Yeah. And you know, um, it was a fit's tragic Sunday down in Chicago, uh, up in Chicago as they, we alluded to the Bucks. Lost 48 to 10. I believe Ryan Fitzpatrick probably played his last down of football for the season, at least in any meaningful time, barring any injury. Um, they moved to Jameis in the second half, who wasn't bad. Jameis went 16 for 20, 145 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. Um, oh, that's not good. It's not good, but I mean, your first, he's only been back, in, what, a week? Like he didn't train, he didn't do anything. But you know what I mean? He's been, been like
1: he's been sucking his fingers for
0: a year. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But I mean, you, you you said Mitch. You don't buy Mitch still, but he had an unreal game: 354 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, the kid lit it up. He fucking he went out there no, and lit led that it up. But, I mean, he's never, He's
1: he's never played well. Like he's never oh no, I I know. I know, I'm I know. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. not gonna buy someone from one game. I'm not gonna buy someone for for one game. He's Mitch has talent. He's got wheels. He's got mobility. He just – i I've never seen him do it more than, other than this week. Like win the game for them, and he won the game for them this year. But, I mean, Winston is awful, though. Fitzpatrick is awful. I mean, I think Dave called that he'd, he'd be benched in a few weeks, and he, he was. I thought he'd make it further, and they had an even shorter – he, apparently he was two plays from being pulled uh, last week, even against the Steelers, where he was dreadful. And then came back and was respectable. But Fitzmagic is gonna Fitzmagic. Picks Patrick, he's gonna picks Patrick. I mean, it's just it's bad. It's I mean yeah, when it's great, he's as good as when he's great. He's a top five quarterback. As crazy it sounds, when he's bad, he's like a bottom bottom ten second string quarterback
2: it's just yeah, he's like one of the 10 out of 60 worst
1: yeah and, and, or he can play at like literally an hour Rodgers level four touchdowns 400 yards and he, he you know so now obviously he's not going to play any more football um someone will sign him as a backup next year that starter will get injured and then he'll kill it for a few
2: games and the cycle continues yeah, I mean, you think he gets a job next year? Because he's pretty old, what is he? He's 35, 36, right?
1: He's not young. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll get a job next year. He he always does. Why wouldn't he yeah. this time? I figure he might call it quits himself. He could call it quits. I think he does. I think someone would sign him, but I don't know why you would because your starter is guaranteed to get hurt.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Why would you do that's that, that every like, single team? Like Aaron
1: Rodgers, team. eh, let's get hurt this year. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> eh, let's get hurt. Who has gotten hurt in reality that he's been behind? What is it? it it's Winston. Who, who was the Jets quarterback originally? Gino? I guess. I, I guess yeah. Oh, Gino's yeah. the one that got hurt. Who else got hurt? Oh, Mar Was it? He was with the Bills, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, he replaced there.
2: I don't even know. That's so far Texans. back.
1: The Texans. He replaced that. Um, Matt Schaub. Yep, Matt Schaub. Um, I think he was on the Titans and he replaced someone. He,
2: he he replaced Mariota for a
1: bit. He replaced Mariota. I mean, he's just
2: there's the. I feel like there's more too. He's just there are more. There's like six or seven of them.
1: So yeah, Buffalo. I don't know who he replaced. I can't. I can't think. Two thousand nine. That's yeah. Uh, that's
0: no good idea. I can't. And remember. then,
1: and then when he was with the Bengals. He actually, oh yeah, a bunch of games. Yeah, after yeah. What
2: was that, Carson Palmer. Yep. Um, yeah, Palmer. and then, uh, but and now he's done it two consecutive years with the with the the Bucks. He's last year, year, James the last year, Jameis got hurt too, and now he got suspended. So this guy is just a fucking curse. I don't get it. <laughs> Why do people like what? It's like the thing with you know with Kelvin Benjamin. Like what? I'm not a football mind. I fucking see this. I, oh, you gotta have two eyes and a fucking half a brain to look at what's happening every single time. The dude's batting a thousand. He's literally batting a thousand, at getting starting quarterbacks injured. What are we doing here? Why is it? Why? Fucking talk about uh, collusion to get a guy out of a league. Get that guy out of the league.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he's cool, he's bad cool luck for something. Uh, useful, not not. Yeah. To get a uh, keep capping. He's bad luck,
1: and there's an, and we got. It's, it's getting to be the Halloween month right now. I mean, I'd I'd cut him immediately.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: yeah. He won them the two games, and that's all you'll get from him.
0: Yeah, it's true. Sounds but, fair to me. You know, we uh, you you touched upon this before, Sully, and uh, defend the wall. But the Rams survived the Vikings on Thursday night. Your boy had the Vikings plus seven and a half. You know, nice so little So did I. Mic- little nervous there at the end glad I bought the half a point but uh you know it was a, a great force fumble in the last I think 2 minutes there for to um seal it up Vikings recovered I mean um, Rams recovered when Gurley ran for the first down there he ran for like 12 13 yards I was a little nervous that they were close enough where they might try and kick a field goal just
1: oh, they weren't going to do that but oh my
0: game. god I know I was like part of me though you know that I'm was ner- such
1: a great game
0: that was that was that was probably the best game of the week honestly Aside from the Browns and uh, the Browns game, that was probably the best game that we Yo, ever. How called. about
2: like how about Thursday night football being like real this year? It's like actually year, great awesome. matchups and yeah. like they're putting even if the games aren't great, they're putting good teams in there, and it's not like this is what always what we wanted. Like we're not asking for the Sunday night football best matchup of the week every week, but. Give us something respectable. Give us two teams that are going to be in playoff contention. Give it, mm-hmm. not the fucking Jags and the Titans and the fucking Bills and the Bengals. Like we don't, no one fucking wants to see that shit. Half the people in Cincinnati don't even want to see that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean this was a this was a they put on a show. I think they combined for eight hundred eighty seven yards, eight touchdowns.
1: Oh, I think it was near it was near 1, 000, no, a thousand. No, Kirk
0: had Kirk had four twenty two and Goff well, well, had four. Are, are you
1: just
2: talking about the quarterbacks?
0: Yeah, yeah, just the quarterback. Oh, I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the total yards. Oh, the total yards was well
2: over a thousand. Yeah, yeah. I Literally think every gross. person you played in that in that game had an unreal fantasy week.
1: I had, oh, I had yeah. in all my leagues. I had Gurley, Thielen, Diggs, Woods, the boys 8 didn't they, yeah. Jones? Didn't the well, boys? Yeah, they the did.
2: League. I mean, like Gurley had I mean, what Jones 23? He had 23, there. 24, and it like didn't even matter. You know, it's like. It was forgotten compared to like your two guys. Jones,
1: how many points did my quarterback score that that, and I beat you by thirty-seven?
2: He he may have had a number um, that was somewhat oval, but there there may or may not have been other numbers around it. But that's that's not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. Ryan Tannehill scored zero
1: points in both my leagues, and I won in both leagues.
2: <laughs> and my my tight end and my number one wide receiver both lost for the game in the first quarter. So who's your number one wide receiver? Not number one, but uh, a number one. Sammy Watkins lost lost for oh, the game.
1: Sammy Watkins, he's
2: That's had a like great a year.
1: A he's not a number one on his own team.
2: I I, I misspoke saying number one. I just saying one of my wide receivers.
1: It wouldn't be my number one, my number two, my number three. I think Sammy Watkins is
2: awful. I never am a Sammy
1: Watkins fan. He did was okay last year. He had two good games. I Sammy like him Watkins, with Andy
2: Reid. I think Andy Reid can use him in the right yeah, way.
1: Yeah, his best he can be with Andy Reid. He, he, I think I think Sammy Watkins is a sexy version
2: of Calvin Benjamin. Let's not disrespect him like that. Yeah,
1: oh, man. I mean, I mean, I mean Sam. They both been injury prone. They both big receivers. I mean, they both have underperformed because of injuries in their career. And just you know what's crazy?
2: Uh, Clemson's 2012 wide receiving core, Sammy Watkins, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, Bryant. Uh, what's his name? Raiders, Bryant. Uh, Martavius uh, Bryant. Martavius Bryant, Bryant. yeah. That was, that was the three guys. Did they win that year? No, that was like when they had like Taj Boyd at quarterback. That's why. Oh, they, right. Those right. three guys made Taj Boyd look like a fucking NFL starting quarterback and – Barely got invited to a training camp after he got drafted.
0: Wait, they um, they they won with Deshaun, right? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah he he, he, he had a touchdown in the last in the last seconds, right? Yeah. He yeah. Scored the game. Was, yeah, that's
2: right. Okay. It was twenty sixteen. They won. I believe. Right. Oh man, yeah. that was a great game. That, that was, was a great game. Great. Yeah, they
1: they breed receivers. Clemson. You got you got what do you call it, Mike? You got Mike Williams killing it this year. Yeah, everyone,
2: people were scared about him you know although he had a, did he get hurt too because I saw he had like one point or something
1: he had a bad game I guess but one week I play him but the last two weeks he had three touchdowns combined he's uh, I think he I think he just I don't think he got a ton of looks and uh, Sorry, I, don't,
2: I don't think you your other what you, Aguilar was your other guy and that was pretty he didn't have much better of a game he, he didn't he didn't play I could have played other
1: people I could have played Eckler or
2: someone Eckler's been
1: very good underrated
0: but yeah one um one last game we'll talk about um Wentz looked great I think Wentz is going to pick up right where he left off that Eagles game was another good one they won uh they, they lost, lost? 20, yeah no I was going to say they lost 26-23 in overtime to the Titans but I mean Wentz played his ass off 348 yards He played three,
1: his ass off uh, but can we talk about the Eagles not being good oh,
0: they, Yeah they the could Eagles have, they what happened they what yeah. happened to the defense? That's nowhere near what it was last year. Nowhere near what it was. And, you know, that's what
1: happens when you add a player that doesn't perform. In what's his name? It, has, it hasn't been great. What's his name from Seattle? Bennett. I hate, I hate Michael him. Michael Bennett. I hate Michael Bennett. Yeah, I think he brings too much noise. I think he's a cancer to teams. I just think he mm-hmm. is. Uh, I, Michael Bennett, I, once they signed him, I just no, it's not going to work out. There's no benefit. He's only going to make the defense worse. Not saying it's only been him, but defense has gotten worse. First week, they should have lost to the Falcons. They made plays. Mm-hmm. I'll give it to them. Second week, they should have lost to the Colts, right? Yes. They almost yep, lost yep. to the Colts, too. And then they lost two weeks, two weeks in a row. They should. I'll tell you right now. Don't be surprised if they don't make the playoffs. And don't be surprised if the Redskins, yeah, I'm saying it, if the Redskins win the division.
0: Yeah, AP has been awesome.
1: Uh, And that defense, a lot better than Alex Smith. And the the Cowboys are somehow still in it. I mean, reluctant to say the Giants are in it because they look so bad, but technically they're still in it. But the Cowboys...
2: We're not in it.
1: No, you're not. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Uh, We're not in it. (laughs) Thanks, Jones. If this was last year, you wouldn't be saying that, but I'm glad you... (laughs) You learn, as You'll learn. am I. Renata. not it, but I mean, even the Cowboys—they have a shot. they now they're two and two. That was a big win for them. You know, they really got Zeke going. Defensively, they're they're pretty solid. You know, so the Cowboys—the division's completely open between those three teams, to be honest. Yeah, only yeah. only one team will come out. It's a bad. It's a very bad division this year. Yeah,
0: it bad. really no is. Wild card coming out of there? No way.
1: No wild card.
0: No way. It's going to be out of the north, the wild card. You're going to
1: have a wild card out of the north, and going to have one out of the south.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely not the west. It's yeah. going to be the Rams. And the Rams will
1: win, and then one of the three teams that we said will win. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. you know, great slate of games this week. couple overtimes, couple close games. Um, We're going to move on and do our Bleacher Bookie Best Bets. Guys, How did you do last week? I went 0 and 2 last week. Oh, Mister Bond. I know. Well, you know what? I should have known better than to pick against my own team. And I gave the, I picked the Dolphins plus seven, and as that, was, saw, that looks really bad in hindsight. That looks really bad in hindsight. But I going into it, the it time, they were three and zero, and the Patriots were one no, and two. No, I didn't forget that. But just,
1: I can't believe you picked against them and your team blew them out by forty. I know. Hey,
0: I'll take it though. You know, I'm just gonna bet against them every week. That's all. That's all I'll That's waste a little crazy. money and I'll just push it all that way. They'll just slap oh, what did you how did you do?
2: I went one and one. Well, I, hit, I, I hit the uh the lions on the spread and then I uh I missed the under on the Chiefs Niners. Missed on the
0: Chiefs.
1: Oh, okay. no, was, on the Chiefs no, not Niners. the Chiefs. Was I was
0: gonna say the Chiefs played yesterday it was chiefs broncos oh niners, what am i what am know. i think uh,
2: uh chargers niners right yeah yeah
0: i had cuz i had the over in the chiefs broncos you had the, the, you
1: had the over broncos, and the
0: chiefs broncos that didn't
1: hit. Yeah. yeah that didn't and then i had i had the under and the raven steelers which actually easily hit at 40 and then i i pick, I, I was wrong on the chargers so i went one in one as as well um so we got I went to one and one one and one making a big bucks not really Let's get to
0: this week. Yeah, well, we're on to this. Buffalo.
2: Yeah, we're on to
0: Buffalo. This we're on week, to Buffalo. this week, uh, I am going to take for my spread. I'm going to take the Packers minus one over the Lions. And for my under, I'm going to take or my over under. I'm going to take the Falcons Steelers under. It's at fifty seven. I don't think they're going to combine for fifty seven. I think that's the probably going to be like, Steelers. The Steelers, dude. If it was anyone but the Steelers, maybe the Steelers, like, can't put up. I any... may
1: take the over in that game.
0: Over fifty-seven, really? Have you seen
1: the Falcons' offense or the Steelers or the Steelers' offense? I would the say the
0: Steelers put up sixteen. Or have you seen points their
1: defenses? For... Both defenses are
0: awful. Yeah, but who did the Steelers play this week that they couldn't put up more than sixteen points on?
1: They played the Ravens.
0: Okay, so that's a divisional game. Tough. I mean,
1: they've been putting up points. The Steelers. I don't know. And what was your what was your other pick though?
0: Ah, uh, Packers minus one over the Lions.
1: Packers, okay.
2: All right, Jones, what do you got? I like, I like a lot. I'm trying to decide. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go again against the Niners. I'm gonna give Josh Rosen his first win on the road, taking the Cardinals plus five at San Francisco. I saw that. Okay. Uh, I like I like him in that spot. I just don't see why the Niners are going to continue to compete. I think it was kind of just like a, the Chargers got caught napping because Bethard is he's just awful. He's barely a backup Beathard, level quarterback. Beth- Bethard, Bethard, retard. I don't care. I I just don't think he's a, a an NFL quality quarterback even as a backup. Like I just haven't seen it from was him. Was he that bad?
1: I thought he played well.
2: It, well, that's what I am saying. He was he was decent this weekend, but uh, previously last year he was awful, um, and so, he got hurt. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't see. I just think uh, the Cardinals are going to finally, you know, pull one out, and uh, Rosen will lead them to a victory. They they started putting points in the board last week, so I think this could be their breakthrough game. Um, so I am going to take the points plus five, um, and then for my over under. I think I'm going to go over in the Packers Lions. I know they usually play tough, tight games, but I think they'll be they'll be in the dome, um, and both defenses have have given up a lot of points mm-hmm. this year um, in various games. So I, you know, I think with these two great offenses, it's very it's very well. This game could turn into a shootout, and at 51, 25, 26, I I'm fine with that. Even if you give me, you know. 20 28 23 or 31 21 like i'm i'm there um i'm gonna take the over in packers lines
1: all right that's, that's that's very possible don't hate it um for my under i'll get that out of the way first i'm gonna take uh ravens browns 47 and a half um two very pretty much solid defensive teams other than you know the browns this past week had a bad showing but i think this is a Slower, grinded-out game. Um, You're going to see a lot of Alex Collins, Jav- Javaris Allen, uh, Carlos Hyde, uh, Nick Chubb. You know, I think there'll be some turnovers by the quarterbacks. I don't think there'll be a lot of scoring. I think it will be, like, be like a 20-17 to 17 game. Um, something along those lines. And then for the spreads this week, God, I have to take my first real time looking at the, uh, looking at the lines here um, but i'm gonna take uh, the reds the redskins six and a half is that the pick no it's not it's not it's it Titans minus three and a half against the bills i mean it may be a trap game um i'm acknowledging that but uh the bills are just so bad i mean Really betting on how bad the Bills are, and that the Titans kind of figured something out here. Um, the defense looks really good. I can't imagine the Bills scoring more than seven or ten points. Um, acknowledging it could be a trap, but I, I still, I'm going to take the Titans minus three and a half. I I, I think they can win by four against Buffalo. Uh, what do you think? What do you guys think? You think it's a trap, or you think?
2: I mean, I think I mean, it's I mean, got the classic I mean, the classic looks of a trap game, but like. A team like Buffalo, it's just like, I'm betting against you every week. I don't care what the spread is. I don't yeah, care. Like you're just, you very well could go out and score literally zero points. So it doesn't fucking matter. Like, and your defense is one of the worst in the league too. So yeah. what what are we doing here? Like, this this Bills team might be like the worst. I know we've had the Browns that're zero sixteen and. And 1 and 15, and all those Browns teams. But, like, this Bills team might be the worst team we've seen in, like, a long time. I just yeah. don't remember a team with this little talent at every single level of both sides of the ball. When LaShawn McCoy is, like, far and away your most talented player, you have <laughs> some real issues. Absolutely. McCoy, at
1: this point in his career, is scary. He is. He's not there anymore. It almost reminds me of like not the same player, but it's like Demarco Murray. Once he, once they basically cut ties with him, really, like you know, he was just done at the end with the, with the Titans last year. He was just so done, and like McCoy's just went from really good last year was like, uh, still good, productive as receiver, and now this year he just got nothing left on a Dude, bad team.
2: I ran into Demarco Murray at Labor Day weekend, uh, like four years ago when he was at the one year he was on the Eagles. And Big boy. I, it was like 2 30 in the morning and i was just like walking home from the bar in philly and i see demarco murray just like walking strolling down the street by himself like these side streets i'm like what's up man like what are you doing he was just like he wasn't drunk he wasn't out he was just like in regular clothes just like walking around by himself at like two in the morning i was like and you
1: said what's up to him <laughs> yeah
2: i was like tell man. he was super nice like you know no no Where'd complaints like about? that
1: i never heard the story
2: I didn't talk about him with anything. I just like kind of saw him and said what up, and we were walking opposite directions, or um, we like perpendicular to each other. I was walking like he was coming up on our right as we were crossing the so street.
1: What did what did he say to you?
2: I, to be honest, I was you know pretty wasted, um, but he was he was <laughs> he was fine to me. You know, he just kind of like you know shook my hand and said thank. I don't know what I said to him. You know, big fan or some bullshit like that. Um, whatever, drunk Dave came up with his head at the time. Um, but yeah he was you know it was a two five second exchange so um, but he was you know super nice I just thought it was weird that he was just like kind of strolling around by himself at like 2.30 in the morning in like a you know quiet neighborhood in Philly
1: yeah that's weird I don't know well
0: you know what else is weird that there was this much history this week we're gonna do
2: today in sports history guys
0: We're we're gonna get to it all right. I hope you're ready. This is going to be a lot of fun. I need we're going
2: to, to I need to revenge my terrible loss from last week.
1: You need yes. to revenge the loss, but can you stop the streak?
2: Well, one step at a time. There's no need to rush. It's like learning to fly or falling in love. Okay. It is. <laughs> I agree.
0: But we're going to go back in time uh, to just post-World War II U.S. Um, 1947. This player,
2: Joe DiMaggio.
0: <laughs> this player who hit, who was a catcher, hit the first pinch hit home run in baseball World Series history. Yogi Berra.
1: Oh. Davey
0: Davy oh. Quick answers. I say him too. Davy Quick answers. Okay, moving up in time. 1963. year my mom was born. Happy birthday, mom. L.A. Davey. Dodgers pitcher. Strikes out World Series record 15. Sandy Koufax. Yes. Boom. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm just okay. not bringing it today. All right. In 1977, this player hit his 30th homer of the season against the Astros, and the Dodgers became the first team in MLB history to have four players hit 30 or more home runs. You're muted,
2: Kirk Gibson. No, Damn he it. wasn't even one of the four. I'm looking for one. <laughs> he you probably wasn't any on the one team. Of the
0: any wait, one of the four, What year is this? 1977. On four the guys on the Dodgers hit 30 home runs. Give me any of the four. I can't even think of this.
2: Yeah, jeez.
1: Um, maybe were they long life Dodgers? Um,
0: seven, one of seven. them is still is still has been relevant to the game of baseball in the past five years. As a manager, Don automatically, oh, <laughs> he's not on the Dodgers. <laughs> of, of a manage, <laughs> he managed the team in the National League within the last five years. Why can't I
1: think
2: today? Oh Jeez. man, National League within last. Okay, Tony. He... Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait! <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, so that means he he he's he's been done recently it's not dusty baker
0: <laughs> it is Dusty oh, Baker. oh damn. no way but you can't keep um i don't know if that counts because he said it's not him i don't know i
2: don't know that's iffy that's iffy i don't know
0: that's that's, that's really iffy that's
1: really really iffy. okay well it's more than it's more than dave came up with
2: okay that's fair <laughs> it's two right. to a half
0: what <laughs> two to a wait, half? Wait, let like me think. Of who are the other guys? Or, or can, yeah, are if you the, can are... name one of. The, I'll tell you what. You can name one of the other three guys.
2: I'll give you the point. Uh, I'll agree with that.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Are they are they big names?
0: Kind of not. I mean, not like all time great names, but like they're they were notable players in their day. I'm
1: trying to think. Seven seventy seven.
0: Yep. Seventy seven Dodgers.
1: I don't know this team well at all, clearly. Um, give
0: yeah. me I can't, one hint. I can't. I'll give you one hint. One of their first names starts with an R. Randy? Yeah, all right, all right. You don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's out. Reggie Smith, Steve Garvey, and Ron C. Say. Who oh, was getting that?
2: Yeah, no uh, one was getting that in the world. I don't
1: think I've heard of two of those players. Wait, say there was There was
2: people on that team that wouldn't get that question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it again?
0: Uh, let me go back to it. It was Reggie Smith, Steve Garvey, and Ron Say.
1: Steve Garvey, I know, but the other two I've never heard of.
0: All right. This is kind of uh, on the media side of sports, but in 2016... This person called his final baseball game. Vince Gully. Yes. Okay, this is a fun one. This is a really fun one. This is not sports statistics, and it's going to be a quick one. I know you guys are going to answer quick. But in 1995, this person was found not guilty of murder. Not guilty? Yeah. OJ OJ Simpson. Simpson.
2: Yeah, Sully got got that one. I I had baseball on my mind the whole time, so I'm like, like, who the fuck? I thought Jose Canseco for some
0: reason just because of... And coincidentally, 13 years later in 2008, on the same day, he was found guilty of kidnapping and armed robbery and was sentenced to nine years in prison.
2: Please tell me that he also was let out of prison on this day last year
0: (laughs) (laughs) imagine it might have been he like the juice has been loose for about a year now oh man i think i got a couple more for you guys okay yeah i got one so in 1980 this boxer came out of a two-year retirement to challenge the undefeated world heavyweight champion george foreman nope and he won after holyfield
2: nope larry sphinx nope that's not even real (laughs) leon sphinx (laughs)
1: um
0: uh, I'm not a boxing guy. Uh, you no, said heavy, heavyweight? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't have to be a boxing guy to get this one. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah.
0: Muhammad Ali, he came out of retirement after two years to challenge Larry Holmes. And after the 10th round, Holmes' corner threw in the towel because Ali literally just pounded him for 10 rounds.
1: Wow. Like so I think he I, so landed Jones like almost... I'm at two and a half, technically, if we're giving me a half for that one.
0: Yep. We'll give you two. We'll see yeah, we can, can call it, it. here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one more to see if you can tie it, Sully. And All then right, I'm I'll... at two and a half. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm more
1: at three than I'm at two, than I'm at two I'd say.
0: I said the of. Okay. Well, here's a question. So this pitcher establishes a new baseball world series mark by striking out 17 batters who was it in 1968 oh 1968
2: bob yeah. gibson bob
1: gibson you're right boom jones gets the win
0: oh man but the
1: streak is still alive the
0: streak is still it alive is. The streak is
2: still i wish alive. you only got the half a point so there was just a myriad of controversy for the forever and ever
0: i thought Ooh. running. am running i have one more i i thought i asked this one i have one more Little bonus question, just for funsies. Scores Love fun it. to fun now. Um, All right. So, in in nineteen <laughs> ninety six, this player switch hit
2: a home run in a playoff game. Like he had two home runs that from each side no, of the plate.
0: He, just, he hit. He hit. Um, yes. Yes. He switch hit home runs in a postseason game. What? year? Nineteen ninety six. Nineteen
2: ninety six or is that the Yankees Uh, oh I'm trying to think of Yankees switch hitters Um, (laughs) no I'm not I'm not gonna know Um,
0: oh you might Sully
1: 1996 my memory's not good today if you know what I'm saying (laughs) uh 96
0: Bernie Williams yes Bernie Williams
1: I was gonna say Bernie Williams and I didn't Oh my! that was my first thought and I'm like was he
0: I'm dumb yeah, you know, it was just wasn't your week. So you stayed on the board, though. Proud of you. Stay on the board. Dave prevails yet again. Yet again? I oh, won last week. Oh. There's yeah, some, but, you some, know, it's... Uh... All right, so we're 1-1 one one since we've been keeping score. We're going to do a... We're going to keep track. So we're you guys are each 1-1 one one, uh, through two weeks of the new Today in Sports History season. <laughs> been pretty competitive so far. I, I like what I'm seeing out there. I expect you guys to be brushing up. Um, In the meantime, in the week off, not the week off, but in the days off between our next episode, because I want next week to be like, uh, I want it to be an absolute bloodbath. I want it to be, I want you guys coming for each other's necks. That's what I want. All right, I'll come come for his neck. Come for his neck. Yeah, you know, anything else you guys want to uh, talk about? I know I'm pretty excited for a big fight this weekend, two big fights in the UFC this weekend, obviously Conor McGregor. Probably facing his toughest opponent, Guy Khabib. Guy Khabib is twenty six and 10 and zero in the UFC. Currently holding the interim lightweight championship, but my boy Mystic Max coming back for it. He's an underdog, so I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna place a little Ooh, weight on that. Yeah, McGregor's like plus one. Dave hates McGregor. I think.
1: People say McGregor's awful, but if McGregor wins this, like, doesn't Mc that Gre- just solidify further solidify his greatness as one of the all time greats in for
0: UFC? McGregor is, like, without a doubt, if he wins this fight, the best pound-for-pound fighter in UFC history. Right up there with John Bones. Better than
1: John John Bones?
0: Yeah. uh, What's it called? McGregor has won fights at 165, 155, and 145. Like he's proved himself in three different weight classes. He beat Nate Diaz at 165, who yeah, was like probably that. the best 165 pounder. He beat actually it was at 175 that he fought. It was, yeah, it was 175. He 165 was... didn't exist at 150. He's a champion at 155 and 145. Like both the champions now, Jose Aldo and uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Nurmagomedov, whatever his last name is, are both interim because Conor got stripped due to inactivity. Yeah. Like he, this is gonna be probably this is going to be the biggest fight in ufc history they're saying
1: i'm not a huge ufc guy but i i do like to see mcgregor and i I will see it and i hope he comes out victorious against habib habib's never lost a round right
0: yeah no he's a brutal wrestler he is probably the best takedown artist like in fighting and he like fucking pounds guys when he gets them on the ground he gets them down and he literally just beats them
2: just ufc is just so crazy like boxing like you you kind of locked in you know what you're getting like you're gonna get at least like four or five rounds or at least you know what type of fighters they are going in like you have seen like it's just uh, the shit you could pay a hundred dollars the shit's literally over in 15 seconds
0: oh yeah when connor won his um won the featherweight championship the undisputed featherweight, when he was the interim he knocked jose aldo out in 25 seconds yeah. oh yeah it's like he apologize? No, he didn't apologize. He was just like, "Oh, I would have liked to it for to go longer. I th- I would like to see I what." Thought, uh... I
1: thought I heard him say. I came up to him. I said, "I'm sorry. I wish we had a better fight." Yeah, yeah, he said that. I, I, but then yeah, he, sorry. he also said, "I, I was... wish I, I I wish we had a good fight."
0: He's just too he, witty. He also said after a uh, after winning the the second championship that he'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> <was> a, he, <laughs> double t- plus. he goes the champ champ does what he wants gotta <laughs> say he's is, he's, if he he's wins this fight it's gonna be unbelievable i don't even want to know what he's gonna say he hates this dude to be
2: he is like he's floyd mayweather muhammad ali like mike tyson level promoter
0: oh yeah he literally he has three of the top three ufcs ever have been he's main invented them he's gonna the biggest one was McGregor Diaz two. It was one point six million. This is set to go two point five, Dana White was saying. That's yeah. crazy. It's because he hasn't fought in two years. We and haven't yeah, seen... we
1: haven't seen McGregor since Mayweather, right?
0: Yeah, and right. before that the I thought two... it was
1: good too. I liked Mayweather. Mayweather McGregor was like
0: solid. Yeah, and then Floyd was talking all this shit like he was gonna fight Connor in the octagon. I'm like, it oh yeah, that's gonna happen. I it think Floyd hard,
2: Floyd just I don't know, I think that fight was more of a Toying than than it was made out to be. Uh, Floyd had huge money on himself. He bet specifically he was going to knock him out in the tenth round or the ninth, whatever round he knocked him out in. Floyd had like half a million on himself because boxing you are allowed to bet on yourself. Um, you can't bet <laughs> you can't bet against the uh, against yourself, but you can put money on yourself. Yeah, but that, that's he,
1: not even anything for him betting wise. That's like I know, but I'm
2: saying he he put money down specifically on one round knockout. So he, I think he, it was, was more hit, of a toying. He was getting hit hard at points, though. He was getting. I'm hard. sure he was. He was. There was a couple rounds where people, he didn't expect were, it to people happen. were telling
1: me that he wouldn't land a single punch, McGregor. He landed, people, he landed more boxing punches expert. on Mayweather than anybody ever has. Boxing expert, yeah, that's insane. Boxing experts were saying people that specialize in boxing saying they would not. He would not land a single punch.
0: And but that was also because that. they don't. I'm respect. just saying. I'm not
1: saying, it. It. Boxing, not saying
0: boxing box purists don't respect the ufc whatsoever they're like it's human cockfighting and then everyone else is like um no it's like legitimate fighting it's like why would you take away two of the most useful weapons you have if you want to see who's like the better fighter
2: yeah yeah i mean i think it's just like boxing is more it 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 gets kind of taken away like boxing's thought of fighting but like it's a sport it's just because that was really the first like Organized form of fighting that was, you know, right. regulated. So it just became fighting. But like everyone knows, fucking anything goes in a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. But in like boxing is a sport just with rules, just like any other sport has rules. You know, like it's the same reason in football you can't grab someone's face mask, rip their helmet off, and smack them in the head with it. Like <laughs> you know, there's just it, obviously it's a violent sport, but there's there's strategy behind it, and you know, same right. qua- qualifies for boxing. So. I just think it's people that like don't really understand. They just think boxing's fighting, and it's like, yeah, it's a lesser version of fighting because that's it's not fighting. It's a sport, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know how anyone could prefer boxing over UFC, to be honest. I love boxing over
2: UFC. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm a huge, yeah.
0: huge UFC guy. I can't wait. the you like the, boxing uh, over UFC?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, not with the
0: talent out there today. Yeah, maybe, but the,
2: the the heavyweight division is finally coming back up with with some real stars. Wait, and Mayweather and Pacquiao are fighting again. That's the rumor. December like- December of this year.
1: I'm that's over pretty- Mayweather Pacquiao. I'm so yeah. Worried. That that that's gonna
2: be a that's gonna be a Reddit stream fight and not not a thing more. Not even considering. Yeah. Going anywhere for that or paying for that? Yeah.
1: I just like the excitement in UFC, as you were saying, anything can happen from uh, being a wrestler point of view, a takedown into a submission, to a ground and pound, to whatever. I think just there's just so many more possibilities, and, and boxing may be more technical, but I just, maybe I'm biased because I'm a wrestler, but I just, why would you rather, why would you, like you said.
2: Well, I, think- at the same time, like, give me give me UFC, like, highlights all day. But, like, oh, yeah. I just, like, if I'm sitting down to watch, like, a full night of something, like, give me, I just want, like, some good quality boxing matches that I'm going to see, like, some, some tactical fighting, some power punches. Like, I think it's just such a, 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 an art that doesn't get kind of the respect it deserves in that sense. It's kind of just, like, thought of, oh, okay, it's two guys knocking each other senseless. But, like, there's so much more that goes into boxing than, you know, who can throw the hardest or the fastest or whatever. Right. And it's the same with UFC. UFC is not just who fucks the guy up the best. Like obviously that wouldn't happen. You know, guys that are great with jujitsu or different, you know, martial arts like that have an advantage even though they might have the size. Um, So I think it's – there's absolutely strategic reasons to respect both. But um, I just kind of grew up on boxing and I've always had a respect for it that I feel a lot of average fans don't. Yeah. I and you. I just don't know the I just don't know the fighters as well in UFC. I do know fighters in right. boxing. I just don't know them as well in UFC. Right. This is like this is a
0: great card. They got that match, and then they got um this other Pettis versus Ferguson. They're two guys that have trained together for most of their career. They're like pretty friendly, so it's gonna be like just like there's no shit talk. It's just like a respectable fight between two guys that just want to like compete with each other, and they are both like. They would Either one of these guys would be the ones to step up if Khabib or McGregor were to drop off this card. Like, if they were to get injured and they would have to drop the fight, either Pettis or Ferguson would be the one to come up and fight whoever was left. Who do you like, think he,
1: wins, Tommy?
0: In that fight, the Pettis-Ferguson? No. Oh, McGregor-Khabib? McGregor, oh, I, mm-hmm. I think McGregor will do it in the fourth round. I think he's going to... It's not going to be over quick. I think it's going to take a little while. I think he's probably going to get taken down a few times and have to get himself out of some... Sticky situations, but I think he'll, I think he'll put it together. I think it's all it's going to take is one left hand, and it's going to put him de- put Khabib down. Khabib's standing striking defense is trash. It's the worst part of his game. So if Connor can stay on his feet for most of the fight, I think he's going to take one clean shot on the chin to put Khabib down, and it's going to be over. But well, there you have it, folks. Yeah, there you have it, Dave. Let's hit him with those handles and get out of here.
2: All right. Uh... Twitter, at Bleacher underscore fan. Facebook, at Bleacher Fan Sports. Instagram, at Bleacher Fan. Search Bleacher Fan Sports and everything. You'll find us.
0: Good shit as always, boys. Always a good time sitting and talking sports with you once a week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Didn't exist. at 150. He's a champion at 155 and 145. Like, both the champions now, Jose Aldo and... uh. Khabib Nurga Minetov, whatever his last name is, are both interim because Conor got stripped due to inactivity. Like, he... This is gonna be probably... This is gonna be the biggest fight in UFC history. I'm
1: not a huge UFC guy, but I I do like to see McGregor, and I I will see it, and I hope he comes out victorious against Khabib. Khabib's never lost a round, right?
0: Yeah, no, he's a brutal wrestler. He is probably the best takedown artist, like, in fighting. And he's, like fucking pounds guys when he gets them on the ground he gets them down and he literally just beats them
2: just ufc is just so crazy like boxing like you you kind of locked in you know what you're getting like you're gonna get at least like four or five rounds or at least you know what type of fighters they are going in like ufc right. like it's just uh, the shit you could pay a hundred dollars the shit's literally over in 15 seconds
0: oh yeah when connor won his um won the featherweight championship the undisputed featherweight when he was the interim he knocked jose aldo out in 25 seconds yeah, oh, yeah. did like... he
1: apologize?
0: No, he didn't apologize. He was just like, "Oh, I would have liked to it for, to go longer. I th- I would have liked to see I what." Thought, uh... I
1: thought I heard him say. I came up to him. I said, "I'm sorry. I wish we had a better fight."
0: Yeah, yeah, he said I, that. I, but then yeah, he, he sorry. also said, "I, I wish was... I, I I wish we had a good fight."
2: He's just too he, witty.
0: He also said after a uh, after winning the the second championship that he'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> a, he, his, he goes the champ champ does what he wants gotta <laughs> say this, he's if he's he wins this fight it's gonna be unbelievable i don't even want to know what he's gonna say he hates this dude
2: to he is like he's floyd mayweather muhammad ali like mike tyson level promoter
0: oh yeah he literally he has three of the top three ufcs ever have been he's main invented them he's gonna the biggest one was McGregor Diaz two. It was one point six million. This is set to go two point five, Dana White was saying. That's yeah. crazy. It's because he hasn't fought in two years. We and haven't UFC... yeah, we
1: haven't seen McGregor since Mayweather, right?
0: Yeah, and before right. that the I thought it was
1: with... good too. I liked Mayweather. Mayweather McGregor was like solid.
0: Yeah, and then Floyd was talking all this
2: shit like he was gonna fight Connor in the octagon. I'm like, it
0: Oh yeah, solid, that's gonna happen. It, it I it think Floyd well.
2: Floyd just I don't know, I think that fight was more of a Toying than than it was made out to be, uh, Floyd had huge money on himself. He bet specifically he was going to knock him out in the tenth round or the ninth, whatever round he knocked him out in. Floyd had like half a million on himself because boxing you you're allowed to bet on yourself. Um, you can't bet you can't bet against the uh, against yourself, but you can put money on yourself. Yeah, but that, that's he, not
1: even anything for him betting wise. That's like I know, but I'm
2: saying he he put money down specifically on one round knockout. So he, I think he, it was, was more of a wrong. toying. He was getting
1: hit hard at points, though. He was getting. I'm hard. sure he
2: was. He was. There was a couple rounds where people, he didn't expect it were, to people happen. Were telling
1: me that he wouldn't land a single punch, McGregor. He landed, people, he landed more punches expert. on
0: Mayweather than anybody ever has.
1: Boxing expert. Yeah, that's insane. Boxing experts were saying people that specialize in boxing, saying they would not. He would not land a single punch. And but that was also was because that. they don't. I'm respect. just saying.
0: I'm not saying that boxing box purists don't respect the ufc whatsoever they're like it's human cockfighting and then everyone else is like um no it's like legitimate fighting it's like why would you take away two of the most useful weapons you have if you want to see who's like the better fighter
2: yeah yeah i mean i think it's just like boxing is more it 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 gets kind of taken away like boxing's thought of fighting but like it's a sport it's just because that was really the first like Organized form of fighting that was, you know, right. regulated. So it just became fighting, but like everyone knows fucking anything goes in a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah. But in like boxing is a sport just with rules, just like any other sport has rules, you know? Like it's the same reason in football you can't grab someone's face mask, rip their helmet off, and smack them in the head with it. Like, <laughs> you know, there's just it, obviously it's a violent sport, but there's, there's strategy behind it. And, you know, same right. qua- qualifies for boxing. So. I just think it's people that like don't really understand. They just think boxing's fighting, and it's like, yeah, it's a lesser version of fighting because that's it's not fighting. It's a sport, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, I don't know how anyone could prefer boxing over UFC,
2: to be honest. I love boxing Other, over UFC. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah, I'm a huge, yeah.
0: huge UFC guy. I can't wait. The, you like the, boxing uh, over
1: UFC?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I Not with the talent out there today. Yeah, maybe,
2: but the, the the heavyweight division is finally coming back up with with some real stars. Wait, and Mayweather and Pacquiao are fighting again. That's the rumor. December like... December of this year.
0: I'm that's over pretty... Mayweather Pacquiao. I'm so yeah weird. that
2: that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a Reddit stream fight and not not a thing more. Not even considering. Yeah. Going anywhere for that or paying for that? Yeah.
1: I just like the excitement in UFC as you were saying anything can happen from uh, being a wrestler point of view a takedown into a submission to a ground and pound to whatever I think just there's just so many more possibilities and and boxing may be more technical but I just maybe I'm biased because I'm a wrestler but I just why would you rather why would like you said
2: well at the same time like give me give me UFC like highlights all day but, like, oh, yeah. I just, like, if I'm sitting down to watch, like, a full night of something, like, give me – I just want, like, some good quality boxing matches that I'm going to see, like, some some tactical fighting, some power punches. Like, I think it's just such a, 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 an art that doesn't get kind of the respect it deserves in that sense. It's kind of just, like, thought of, oh, okay, it's two guys knocking each other senseless. But, like, there's so much more that goes into boxing than, you know, who can throw the hardest or the fastest or whatever. Right. And it's the same with UFC. UFC is not just who fucks the guy up the best. Like, obviously, that wouldn't happen. You know, guys that are great with jujitsu or different, you know, martial arts like that have an advantage even though they might have the size. Um, so I think it's it, there's absolutely strategic reasons to respect both. But um, I just kind of grew up on boxing and I've always had a respect for it that I feel a lot of average fans don't. Yeah. I and I just don't know the I just don't know the fighters as well in UFC. I do know fighters in right. boxing. I just don't know them as well in UFC. Right. This is like this is a great card. They got that match and then they got um this other
0: Pettis versus Ferguson. They're two guys that have trained together for most of their career. They're like pretty friendly, so it's going to be like just like there's no shit talk. It's just like a respectable fight between two guys that just want to like compete with each other and they are both like they would Either one of these guys would be the ones to step up if Khabib or McGregor were to drop off this card. Like, if they were to get injured and they would have to drop the fight, either Pettis or Ferguson would be the one to come up and fight whoever was left. Who do you like, think he, wins, Tommy? In that fight, the Pettis-Ferguson? No. Oh, McGregor-Khabib? McGregor, oh, I, mm-hmm. I think McGregor will do it in the fourth round. I think he's going to... It's not going to be over quick. I think it's going to take a little while. I think he's probably going to get taken down a few times and have to get himself out of some... Sticky situations, but I think he'll, I think he'll put it together. I think it's all it's going to take is one left hand, and it's going to put him de- put Khabib down. Khabib's standing striking defense is trash. It's the worst part of his game. So if Connor can stay on his feet for most of the fight, I think he's going to take one clean shot on the chin to put Khabib down, and it's going to be over. But well, there you have it, folks. Yeah, there you have it, Dave. Let's hit him with those handles and get
2: out of here. All right. Uh... Twitter at Bleacher underscore fan, Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports, Instagram at Bleacher Fan. Search Bleacher Fan Sports and everything, you'll find us.
0: Good shit as always, boys. Always a good time sitting and talking sports with you once a week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. always a good time sitting talking sports with you once a week uh we'll see you guys next week